0: Okay, we got a really interesting one here, folks. As you can see by the title, um, I got sent this to me by a couple of different people, actually. Um, But shout out to the people that sent it to me. You know who you are. Okay, this is an SF Weekly. Title is Cannabis Reporting is Straight Bammer. High drama between local marijuana mogul burner and an influential industry. Instagram is such a symptom of the disease by Veronica Irwin. Okay, so I talked to a little bit briefly on Instagram today to Veronica. Uh, maybe she's going to come on the show. I want her to talk more about this, but I want to talk about the story because it's definitely interesting, okay? Uh, and, and by the way, you know, I like all parties involved. Uh, I'm just trying to report this, you know. So, quote, the blacklist is a well-known extortionist page. Okay, that's what Berner, That's what burner, the Bay Area rapper and cannabis mogul, told me during a September 22nd phone call. He was speaking about uh, he was speaking about an anonymous anom- an anonymously run Instagram and website called the blacklist, which publishes often unverified news about the uh, campus industry. It's run by a woman who likes to try to get donations and get peep and get uh, money from people. Burner, the real name, girl Malam Jr. went on to say. It. So the blast- the blacklist responded via email saying saying that there was no evidence to support these claims and called them uh, libelous. Hmm. So burner the Cookies and, and Santa Cruz shutter's fame had joined the call to talk about his latest product launch for Vibes Rolling Papers, specifically a new line a gi- uh, of giant giant-size rolling papers meant to hold as much as three grams of bud at a time. With him on call was a PR agent, Georgia Mac, when he asked whether the blacklist had ever tried to extort him burner barely got a word in before matt cut him off quote i just want to jump in sorry she said i think we're supposed to focus on vibes so pretty much what happened is he brought that up and then she you know uh, veronica asked you know well have you been extorted or something and then uh georgia mac jumped in going hey hey let's focus on what we're here for so knowing that we blocked out 30 minutes for the chat and seeing as we'd only used 18 uh 18 minutes of that time. Burner's very pointed assertion about a prominent cannabis industry platform it was hard for me to imagine discussing papers for another 12 minutes. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Publicists don't wait idly on mute during a phone call like they're like, uh, like these for no reason. However, uh, and try as, as I might to extract any more of Burner's thoughts on the blacklist, I was headed off at every attempt. This is unfortunately the status quo for the cannabis journalism. The recreational weed is now legal in 19 states, Guam, and the District of Columbia is a multi. Okay, so the bulk of the professional cannabis reporting is never rises puffy product reviews, profiles, coverage of earnings statements, and news of celebrity endorsements. Okay, unverified vigilante journalism fills the gap. Okay, um, now what also they point to is. Also point, you know, this article also points to, let's get into it. Uh, Where is it at? So quote, so, so as a formerly freelance uh, cannabis journalist, I've personally witnessed the way standard guidelines of journalistic ethics are stretched to the extreme PR agents often expect to play a role in the editing process. And some outlets give contributors free reign to publish directly to the web without editing or fact checking thinly veiled bribes, including free products, event invitations, or even straight cash are commonplace an absence of reliable media stoners turned to unconventional sources uh in the pre-internet uh, days high-minded and false about whether ash that burned uh, okay where did i go um sorry okay so So many unverified Instagram pages earn a more devoted following within the industry than sites like Arrowhead or institutional sources like Politico or The Times, both of which do their best to cover the industry, but are often dismissed as representatives of the man. Some of these pages publish surprisingly rigorous work, while others alternate between libel and questioning vaccine science. Okay, uh, what I wanted to say, though, is there is a reason for that. And I definitely, you know, personally, you know, like the New York Times, like there has been multiple times where mainstream news has been completely wrong. And I completely get the distrust of, you know, I don't want to just chalk it up to say it's the man sticking it to the man. So I would disagree with with Veronica in that sense. And I would love, I'm I'm going to definitely try to get on the show here, uh, if possible, here in the future, to talk about this. But, um, you know, so I definitely want to say I do. I want to kind of push back a little bit there. Um, But let's go. So under the influence. So one of the best known outlets, and notably one of the most clear anti. I don't want to say that because i don't want to get suppressed here but is the blacklist the organ- okay. organization burner initially seemed to, so eager to throw under the magic bus their most popular content revolves around exposing contaminated cannabis in the illegal market and reported on robberies and police raids the founders and editors try to stay anonymous though their identities can be found with a quick google search um, uh, their mission according to their website is education through discussion by promoting only clean medicine good business practices and transparency in the bi- in the industry and I will give credit right now, guys. I do think that the Blacklist does do some great work. Um, there are times, you know, where it is a little bit, you know. You know, I think sometimes it can. A little, you know, vigilantly vigilante like, but, you know, I'm not I'm just trying to kind of report here. I'm not trying to give my too much of my own opinion here. But the Blacklist harshest critics accuse them uh, more of just sprouting fake news. Instagram. Pages like the Greed Rush and several farmers and other journalists who spoke on the background with the weekly have accused in- individuals behind the account of threatening some of the industry's biggest players with negative coverage if they refuse to pay up or charging a fee to slam their competitors. Interesting. In the hours after uh, after my talk with Burner, I received multiple phone calls from Mac. In one, only thirty minutes. This is the uh, uh, this is Burner's um, publicist. In uh, only 30 minutes after the first phone call ended, she offered like what sounded like a bribe, <laughs> then a threat, urging me to omit burner from any coverage about the blacklist. <laughs> Oopsies. Hey, and I like—I got love for everyone here, but hey, I'm just doing my reporting here, okay? So quote, if we need to bring in legal, we'll bring in legal, she said. Later, she added, if there's something else we can do that would be helpful instead of doing this article or something, I would understand. Yeah, that's definitely sounds like a bribe <laughs> or a threat. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Um, in the days since Mac has requested to review this article before publication and to the review audio tape before moving forward, but both requests were denied per SF Weekly's ethical reporting policies. Hey, that those are that, that is true reporting right there. Okay, we got to, that's 100% clear. So it's unclear precisely why burner and his pr team are worried about the blacklist and unverified instagram and website with no institutional backing in fact as of september 27th the blacklist started posting positive content about one of burners brands the irony is that many of the followers of the blacklist distrust conventional media and prefer to get their information from digital vigilantes because they suspect conventional media outlets are easily manipulated by bribes, threats, censorship, and you know. And and the thing is though, it's that's true, okay? Because you got we got this is this is why I would love to have Veronica on. I know you know Veronica. I'm most likely is going to see this video, and I would love to have you on to talk about this because I think this is a really interesting conversation. Because I do think that there's a balance between you know there is there is a reason. There it's not it's not there's no reason. You know it's not like there isn't any reason whatsoever that you know. Uh, people don't trust the media there's absolutely reasons why um, very very valid reasons in my opinion so but I do think there's a balance to it all right so though though it's easy to call out the blacklist they are but one symptom of a larger problem until the journalism industry devotes the resources to covering cannabis like they do alcohol and tobacco industries cannabis consumers will go nowhere else uh, we will have to go to their cannabis news then outlets like the blacklist or anti-influencers like best buyers she's that's canna best by the way she's actually from seattle as well she's from washington i believe oh, yeah she's from seattle um so quote part of the reasons why i freelance so much for entities out of the city is because there's no real staff position for cannabis hoarder in the city okay why do i keep doing this up oh, okay there we go um So overall, though, guys, uh, really interesting stuff here. Great reporting for the most part. You know, I would say this is great reporting in general because this is this is the true, honest. You know, this is the honest. You know, uh, reporting. Right now, I think that there is within this this whole. You know, um, I think within this whole argument, there, there there's some really interesting conversations. I think we need to have as you know community but because i do think that there is reasons why we shouldn't you know there's reasons why we don't trust the mainstream media okay but you know i don't know i think that you know like i said i'm just reporting on this i'm not you know i'm trying to necessarily you know not trying to you know back one side or anything like that but um interesting stuff was burner you know burner talked about maybe getting extorted by that i don't know the obviously the pr team the burner was not happy about this article um and by the way any of you guys think that i'm a I'm a, I'm a shill for cookies or anything. <laughs> Why would I report on this if I didn't? Anyways, I don't really give a fuck. All I care about is bringing y'all the news, bringing y'all the facts, you know, bringing y'all, you know, uh, interesting stories. And um, I definitely think this is one, but hopefully we can get Veronica on the show. Would love to have her on and talk more about this. Um, and, you know, I would love to have really anybody that, you know, wants to, anybody involved with the situation that wants to come on the show, more than welcome to, whether that's, burner side blacklist side anyone really that you know has something to do with the story would love to hear from y'all anyways let me know what you guys think down below would love to hear what your thoughts are on this very interesting story um but let me know down down below in the comments what do you think um and yeah guys really appreciate y'all mind as well i'm everyone staying safe and healthy and i hope you all have an amazing amazing day peace